What's going on, nerds? What up, what up? We're all fucking Yo. back in the house here in the comic zone. Yes, sir. So I wanted to bring this point. Uh, Bill has a short, like, reels Instagram that he does. Oh, yeah, yeah, that yeah. I think is, to me personally, it's his thumbs up and thumbs down. Since we no longer have a comic book store in Casper, Wyoming, I don't have a chance to go into a store and actually look at what's new. So, and I'm not, I'm not the type that's just going to spend. Which is fucked up because I feel, not to cut you off, but like, I find myself driving past that spot. Oh man, every and, day. And, and then, it's uh, a real I, estate store now. And I'm like, eh, that's okay. Like, what the fuck? So, I'm like driving past there, and I feel the urge to like pull over and go look at comics, and it's not there anymore. That fucking kills me. And like I said, I was telling you, I haven't bought comics in over a year. And honestly, I wouldn't. There's a lot of comic books there. There's, of course, I have my favorites. Uh, which is probably like maybe three different ones. But compared to what I was spending when there was a comic book store to what I'm ordering, if it wasn't for Bill's thumbs up, thumbs down videos, there would be so many different... To keep you inspired. Yeah, like even even certain ones that he didn't like, but I didn't know existed. It was like, all right, Bill didn't like that, but I know we have differences, and I might still... But just because of the fact the that... Wesley Snipes? Yeah, Wesley Snipes has this blade ripoff called The Exile... That sounds about right. Uh, I ordered it. I haven't read it yet. It hasn't come in. But I didn't even it's know new? it existed. Yeah. I didn't even know it existed. So, if yeah, it wasn't, he wrote it. How many issues? I think only one. One so far. So it felt like Contra. Like, Contra? You know, the, the old the school video NES game? video oh, game. I know the video game, but. As far as, like, you know, the art. Uh, but oh, Okay. So in that, my recommendation as far as comic books Oh, oh, hold on, I guess we make sure you can see it. It's too bright, I can't really tell. Oh, Shiza. It's very much a Blade. It looks just like Blade. Well, it's not Marvel. Let me, let me see. But it, it, it's... It, he's basically... Wesley Snipes is jumping on board to what uh, Keanu Reeves did with Berserker. Well, I mean, it's not a bad move. It's not, but... From what, for like I said, I haven't had a chance to read it yet because I haven't even got my copy. But from what Bill said, because we spoke about it after I saw his thumbs up, thumbs down video, but he was like, it's very much a blade ripoff. If <laughs> he's going I mean? up against Keanu, though, he's going to have a hard time with Berserker. I, I, again, I don't think he made it to necessarily compete. He with just it, saw the opportunity. He saw the opportunity and, and ran. He maybe was like, I want to write a comic book, you know, and I, I think. That's and not that's, cool. I mean, that's cool. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And but at least come up with it. Like Berserker is a different idea. Like this is definitely a Blade ripoff. Well, it wasn't. Berserker is not really that different of an idea. True. True. But I mean, it's it's still not a blatant ripoff. And, and if we're no. going to be honest about Berserker, we got to wonder how much of is it a ghost? Right? How much did Keanu actually write? He probably came up with the base idea, and then let, if even he, that, he was probably like. If the the even real that, writer, the the guy, I forget the, oh, I, wish, I wish I knew the other guy that was Matt, I want to say something, that's on build on Berserker. But I bet he's like sitting with Keanu, microphone recording, and just having a conversation. And he's recording what he's saying, and he's writing it down. I mean, this is what, I mean, if I had the so opportunity to he pulls to the ideas write, and then writes and then, something and then based on that. polishes it up and presents it. Yeah, that's. Matt Kent. Hey, you know, and that's. 
and, 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 and there's nothing wrong. There's, that's not a shame in any of that. There is right. nothing wrong with that at all. I, don't I mean, think. that's that's like, I mean, because you can, when you're reading his dialogue, you can hear Keanu. Yeah, read, I, mean, and, 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 I mean, it's almost like beyond just his words, it feels like actual, you know, Keanu well, Reeves. Well, and dude, that if they do a show or... They're doing an anime. Um, and a live action, right? Yeah. Both? Yeah. I believe so, yeah. That's dope. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we talked and about that, it on that, that episode. That, episode that, that dude, that anime is going to be nuts. I think oh. the problem with... the or the concern with the main pop culture is people are going to be, oh, it's just John Wick again. No, nah, well, and, and, but it's, it's not. not. It's not. But, but, that, yeah, but, but that's but, the percep- yeah. perception we, makes yeah, reality. We say that a lot. They, this is this is my main problem with social media, and it's why I have to disconnect quite, at least once a week because social media gives everybody a voice, including people that shouldn't have one. Yeah, there's a lot of people that are talking that know nothing about what they're saying just because they have the ability to hop on Twitter, hop on Facebook. <laughs> that's so fucking and, true. And, you know what I mean? And, I, and and that's not saying that everything like we've been really good about saying, yo, this is our opinion. This is oh yeah, fact. always and forever, but, dude. But there's always going to be those people that don't care about it. It's just hey, this is my page. I can say what the hell I want, and I think it sucks, even though I haven't read it, and even though I know nothing about comics. And I would also mm-hmm. think that sometimes the headline of the story. You know, we always say you don't read the article; they just read the headline. Yep, and then they they react. That's on a that. lot of people, dude. And I, I mean, catch myself I mean, doing that. We we're all guilty of it. There's no, I mean, no, it, not, but I, I mean, that's much. part <laughs> so of the, the. Yeah, we've. Well, I think Sean and I, as being from being that as close to the source as you are. I mean, we do write stories, professional. Right, we get paid for it. Well, <laughs> you're well, professional. professional. Yeah. That's the fucking definition, bro. Yeah. I'm a pro. Uh, yeah. yeah. So. We understand we've gotten that feedback on all, all sides. You know, we write a story about a best of why didn't you include me? You know, it's like we didn't mean to snub you or, or, or you know, leave you out, but I didn't know. Hey, man, we yeah. had a little. I'm, I'm not gonna never mind. <laughs> Look, that's all, folks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like I'm, I was gonna bring some shit up, but we're not gonna talk about that. shit. We will say there. There's there's been a lot of times like if you if you ask your audience to to give you uh, for for example I do a lot of best of local restaurants you know what I mean what's your favorite place to get a, love a, a a hamburger who's your favorite tattoo artist who's your favorite hairdresser I ended up opening up a shitstorm I didn't even know existed Casper oh, Wyoming wow. is sixty five thousand people I did not realize we had four hundred hairdressers plus wow you know what I mean. I wrote that story, and there ended up being a fist fight between ladies. You know what who I mean? About the best, who was the best hairdresser? Yeah, that's crazy. Like for real, I had to remove somebody because they said like they were getting harassed, and and that's crazy. But remove I mean, but from where? Remove them from the list because they said they didn't want to be like they were getting harassed from. Dude, me. yeah. But, but you know what I'm saying? But but here's but here's here's what, what I say when people Vicious. like what like like what he said. <laughs> After I write the story, if you see the story that I wrote after I already did a social media prompt asking people to say who their favorite was, you didn't sound off because maybe you didn't see it when I originally put it out there. And then you say to me, why did I get left off? Because nobody mentioned you. You didn't mention you. You know what I mean? So that happens some of the times and people don't realize it. People react. Yeah, you just missed They react. Up. Yeah. So I, I and do, do want to say. And that's shitty luck. And that puts a little perspective on a, like something we went so, through. So a little, I do like, want to say something positive so. that uh, our our buddy Stevie from uh, Third Third Wheel Podcast 
got some great press in Oil City. And so did our other brothers at, at Hozone. Yeah. Um, so they got some good press. We love them for it, and we want to support them for them. Check out that article. Yeah, most definitely. Um, as somebody who works for the competitor, Town Square Media, fuck you, Oil City. Let's go. Hey! By the way, in nine months, I may ask for you for a job. No, yeah. just, just, yeah. Kidding. <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> fuck that. You got to play all sides. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, but that, that, that has always been an issue for me. If people, you know, sounding off, they probably shouldn't know what you're talking about or don't say nothing. Yeah. Yeah, what, like, don't write an article if you, you're not going to cover the real shit. I'm just saying. But, yeah, definitely my whole point was if you are into comic books at all, and we're talking about actual print comics, even if you're reading them online, definitely check out Bill's Thumbs Up, Thumbs Down. Because, again, Dude, even, those, yeah, even, yeah, yeah. even if you don't agree with his ups and his downs. And, and tell me if you don't. Bro, yeah. bro, and, 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 by the way, just the production value on those, dude, they're fucking great. Like, the... They they're always shot very well. And I'm gonna say I'm, I'm gonna be and I'm gonna tell you this to your face. I was jealous that I didn't think of that first. Oh, I'm I'm gonna like it is a fucking good idea. Was, yeah, I was like, wow, why didn't I think of that? And you need I need to get you the, the login for TikTok. Yeah, so you can put them on there. Yeah, too. it's it's and and not just the, the even like I said, I love the fact because it brings things to light to me that I didn't know about, especially since we don't have a comic book store anymore. But there's even other aspects to it, like for the production. There are a couple songs that I've added to my playlist because you used them. You know what I mean? And I remember I was asked on YouTube probably three or four years ago because I every time one of those little quick uh, what do they call those questionnaires? Is that what they're called? Surveys? Or... Yeah, surveys. When them little surveys where they ask you a question, I got fed one. And this is hilarious to me as a 46-year-old man. They asked me, where do you find new music? And I said, mostly from YouTube or radio, because I work for radio. And then YouTube, because like my YouTube knows me well and feeds me different artists and type of artists that I listen to. But I started, uh, like, I'd ask my kids. I was like, well, where do you get your music from? And I was like, well, I hear it on TikTok. I hear it on Instagram first. And that was I was like, really? You hear new artists that way? And I'm starting to find more songs. That is how on the, that's how people Instagram. promote, like Connor Price. But but but, but, I'm, but I'm I'm not even talking no, about but, the. But hold up, I'm not even talking about the artists themselves. Like, and this is even on thirst traps. So like these girls that are you know dancing, shaking oh, yeah. their booty, and the, you know what I mean, or, or maybe they're even actually dancing because I, I watch. They a lot use of that song. But they use a song, and I'm like, holy shit! As a DJ, how did I not know that song? Uh, that's so, true. That's true. You know what I mean, uh, but. Usually, my time spent like with when it's just me and my chick, or like you know what I mean. We hang out, and I just play music, and then I'll hit like uh just pick an artist, and then you uh, let the music play, and like it'll play artists maybe you didn't even hear of. So that's how I get a lot of my uh, new music is just through letting it fuck yeah whatever, just yeah. letting it fucking roll see that doesn't work for me cuz my shit knows me so well and especially when we're talking about hip hop like it's one no, thing I for definitely me to, get I definitely get that I, I I get fed 90 shit and 90s artists so Nas even even ones that are still you know, like your Dr. Dre's, your Snoop But you don't dogs, listen to any new hip-hop? Some, but I'm very... But even that, I like East Coast shit, you know what I mean? Because it's more lyric-based than, than, than like, beat-based. And I've always been that way as a lyricist myself. I've always been... But, but that's what I'm saying. That's why I like seeing, like... Because Instagram doesn't just feed me what I already know. I get fed shit that yeah. I've maybe never have heard of before. Like, I knew... Prime example, there's a song... We actually play it on Kiss now, too. Uh, there's a song by this uh, beautiful... A uh, girl from uh, England. 
Her name is Pink Panthers, which I think is one of the dumbest names that, ever. <laughs> you know what I mean? Name. Um, but you know, it's also England too. And Pink Panther started off in England. Yeah. I'm not the you know, the actual TV shows, but the Steve uh, Martin movie yeah, is fucking but, hilarious. Um, uh, it has Ice Spice. Can't I knew who I, I knew who Ice Spice was. You know what I mean? Even Ice though I don't like Spice? her. Yeah, thick chick. Whew. Rapper. Yeah. But I'm not really, she does like drill music, and I'm not really a big drill music fan. But this song is more techno. Isn't that a Southern thing? Nah. Drill me, it sounds Southern, but it's like New York's version of Southern. That's the best way to explain it. Okay. Uh, yeah. Wasn't that where they're like, it's kind of dance and hip hop yeah. mix? Yep. Well, but, dance but, is hip hop, but like. But yeah, this song, like, I never would, I never would have found this song if it wasn't for seeing somebody dancing to it on Instagram. And that's one of my favorite songs. It is definitely not something that, it's definitely not Wu-Tang. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I bump it because We of that, love so. fucking Wu-Tang around here. To death, baby. To yes. death. Every fucking Wednesday we wear fucking yellow. Wednesday yes, sir. Am I on? So thank shimmy, you again. Shimmy, Dude, thank okay. I want to bring up, because, I mean, I listen to a lot of Wu-Tang to the point where I'm like, I need something... I need to expand that. And then I discovered a guy on YouTube and he does like mixes with like, he'll take the vocals from songs and then like he makes his own beats and shit. And I'm sure you've heard this shit. Uh, let me, he's not as fast with his phone as I am. Well, (laughs) what happened? Hmm. Why is my shit being weird? Because <laughs> you want it. These mics are impressive. Picking up shit. Yeah. Or is that you? That drum? Yeah. No, no, this isn't me. Oh, okay. That's dope. That's oh, you dope. thought that was my phone? I did, man. <laughs> I was like, yo. Bro, I'm... I'm... We're on the comic yeah. zone. Uh. You're listening to us. Uh. We talk about comics and all that good stuff. It's yeah. just a freestyle yeah. that I'm be busting on the show Honest. for the ladies, the brothers, and all of the hoes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you hit the fucking fuck. There you go. There you go. There you go. I rap better than that. And now hit the dab. Yeah. Just oh. bam. Got him. Do they still do that? The, no. They, My kids are going to make fun of me for that, by the way. I think we're fucking corny as hell. Let them. We're nerds. I don't give a fuck. Listen. <laughs> Linda, Linda, Linda. <laughs> Linda, Linda. Listen Linda, to me. Linda. I don't give a motherfucking... Sh- I don't care. ODB would be proud of you. Yeah. Dude, the, uh, we were talking about that Cribs episode. Oh, <laughs> man, I love that. <laughs> Where he's fucking... Uh, like, they go to his house. It's in the fucking projects. He's like, oh, come with me while I get my fucking welfare check. That like, wasn't Cribs. That was just an interview. It was yeah. Cribs. Was it Cribs? It was Cribs. I remember that one. He and got in he, trouble for that. And he opened the fucking fridge, and uh, it's full of 40s and shit. Yeah, he took I a wonder, limo there. I wonder how much of that was just, like, him fucking around. I, that was definitely unscripted because uh, the U.S. whoever does uh, like he he drove he over there he drove over there from from his mansion yeah in a just, limo and just like put on a show yeah like, it was like a bit like you know what I mean like a comedy skit it's like Borat yeah <laughs> but that was that was ODB that's but how he that's was. what he was so he wanted to like maintain that image he's like that old school wrestler who doesn't what do they call that uh, kfab or kfab yeah yeah. 
where you you just never break, break. character mm-hmm. in front of your audience, and that's like old school, uh, like performer attitude. So like you like you play a character all the time, so you don't want people. Yeah, the, to... uh, the actor from Harry Potter that did Snape. Uh, I can't remember. Uh, oh Alan, yeah, Alan Alden. Uh, oh, dude, no. that guy. He was one of those kind of method actors mm-hmm. where once he was on that role, he would. Well, Wesley it's, Snipes was the same way, even though they said it was almost overly so when they did the third Blade film, Blade Trinity, with Ryan Reynolds and whoever the hot chick is. I Mary still love that movie. I, I do, too. I think Triple H I love, had a, I love all of those movies. I do, too. The second one is my favorite. I mean, the first one the broke second one is sick. The second one is good. I mean, Ron Perlman. I, I respect you. Uh, dude, I will borrow. I'll I always be, respect your opinion, but like for you to say the second Blade movie is better than the first, well done. It is. Because I agree. That movie is bad motherfucking ass, dude. And if it was a part of the MCU right now. Oh, man. Oh, yo, even and the, it can be. It can be. Yo, check this out, man. Yo, every actor that was in that film, that even is. if they had a very small part, like all blew up and ended up, you know. I mean, oh, Ron yeah. Perlman was already big, but he went on to Jessica do Hellboy. Bale, and, dude, come on. Well, she was in the third one, but I mean in the second one, like oh yeah, like uh, the the blood pack that were you know ended up working with them, but they were formed to fight him. All of them ended up doing bigger and better things. Donnie Yen, who, who was, was big the, in China, like Donnie Yen's in that movie. Yeah, he was Snowman. He didn't even say nothing. He was the Asian dude with the sword. Didn't even speak in the I film. Need to watch those movies. Again. He blew up. Well, one of the one of the oh. other members ended up being in in a another big vampire uh, film uh, series. He was in Underworld. Uh, oh, those movies are fucking sick too. Yep. Dude. Uh, then there was another guy in that that ended up being in the in the uh, Fast and Furious movies. Everybody that was in that film blew up. Even a uh, old boy that's in uh, Walking Dead, Daryl, dude who plays Daryl, like he blew. You know what I'm saying? That was like one of his first. Like, oh yeah, there were so many small actors but at he, the time okay, that blew he up. He already did Boondock Boondock Saints by that point. Yeah, so. but Boondock Saints blew up way after the fact. Like it, it like it, it, it didn't blow up when it was in the theaters. It, it blew cult, up when it came that out is on video. Like definition of cult classic. Fuck yes, that movie is amazing. That's one of my all time favorite. The films. second one's great too. I don't give a fuck. It is, it is, but it's it's not quite as good as the first. It's still great. Yeah, but Julie Benz, I love her. As far as female actresses, that red-haired chick- chicken. Yes. Oh my god, when she's in the cowboy outfit, <sighs> what the. fuck? I love that. Yeah, I love. It. If you haven't seen Boondock Saints, watch them films. Have you? I haven't. Ne- I haven't. I, I, I've no. never seen them. Those are. Those are I live in a shell. <laughs> I a know you bubble do. That he's over here reading comics and not watching movies. You yeah. know what? I saw that movie accidentally one time. I went. I left the bar and went over to one of my Which boys' one? house. Uh, the first Boondock Saints, that and movie. I saw basically the last five minutes and didn't realize it was and the last. You were five like, minutes. "What is this?" Yeah, and I went back and watched it, and then when I got, I was like, "Holy shit!" I saw the last, and no. it didn't even ruin. It. it was such a good film. It's. That's one of my all-time favorites. That movie it. is so good. It's funny. It's got action. Yeah. And you would absolutely a fucking adore that movie. I promise. You know I what promise. I mean? It's like punk rock in a way. Yeah, but I thought he was going to like Scott Pilgrim, and he didn't. So I, I can't 100% say he's going to like it. You I, didn't like that movie? I think I watched it at the wrong time. Yeah, he should have seen it when it first came I've out. I've enjoyed in the comic. No, I enjoyed the comic. I reading it in the comic form, and I also heard rumors that they're making it into an animated. They are with the original cast. Yeah. That'd be so, dope. so. I think I I would appreciate it in that. Really, all better. everybody's voice acting. Oh my god, that's so dope. But so I mean, I, I think I, when I saw it, I was of an older age where I didn't appreciate that kind of story. I can get and, that, and so it, it 
all the elements that exactly like you said that I like. You know, the comic book, the kind of the punk rock, that attitude, that gamey feel was there, but for some reason it didn't it didn't click with me. But you were forty something when you saw it. I, the yeah. first time I saw it, I was late. Uh, and I didn't I didn't hate it. <laughs> yeah. And I was also watching No, it, but I mean he's right. But I was also watching with Beth. And I think oh. at the same time that kind of So you she know, was dragging you down is what you're saying. <laughs> You gonna get him murdered? You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying, but I'm, I'm saying. Joking. Yeah. No, but I mean sometimes it does kind of change your. It does. It changes the dynamic. Yeah. And and it, again, you know, because that's it's like a we kind of feeling, you know, when you. But yeah, when you're watching with somebody, I get that. That's and, probably the best thing about being single that you probably don't understand. I love being able to watch movies for the first hey, time. Hey, bro, I still myself. do that. I still do that. <laughs> hey, man, like. That's the big, honestly, I'll tell we're, you right now, that's the best thing able, about being single is what I, you know what? Well, we're actually able to like take that time and just be like, right. I'm not going to see you today and just like, you know, do our thing. And that's what's pretty cool about what I got going on. But like, um, I was going to bring up, um, there is a comic. So you guys have seen Invader Zim, obviously. No, but, it didn't. It didn't appeal to me. I've seen it. I know you, what it is. You know what it yeah. is. Right, Invaders M. You'd know it if you saw that the logo is very well known. Invade. You've seen it on T-shirts, I guarantee you. It's about an alien who is sent to Earth, and he his job is to, like, he's sent there as a joke, actually, by their higher ups. Like, he's such a joke in their society that they send him to Earth because they don't want it. They're like a species that goes around and you know takes over planets that they care about but they send him to earth as a joke and he's doing reconnaissance and it was on nickelodeon back in the day okay so the artist and writer is joan and vasquez and he did a comic back in the day called johnny the homicidal maniac oh man i remember hearing about it. i've never read it it's so good and there's a spinoff called Squeeze. So if you haven't read this, you should go back, and especially you, Bill, I think you would really appreciate just the art style, the style of the story. I think you would really appreciate this. So just, like, write it down in your little... In my little journal. In your little journal. Journal. <laughs> Johnny the Homicidal Maniac. Yes, and I think you would super appreciate this comic book. And and anybody who's listening, if you haven't read this, it's so good. And I actually need to go and find it again and order that shit. And there's two graphic novels. One's called Just Squee, and that's just a character that's in Johnny the Homicidal Maniac. I've got a question for you guys real quick. Um, if you could pick any comic book, or character in a comic book and have it get an animated series. Even, even if it's had one in the past that you would like to see in a new style oh, man, or to be so done good. correctly. Cause maybe it was too kiddie before. That's, what would it be for you? That's, that's a good tough. question. That that's, is super tough. That's, this one's easy for me. I'll go, go ahead and start so we can get the, yeah, you get it wrong. Going. This one for me would be shattered glass in the transformers. I don't know if you, if I've you heard understand. a lot about buzz, good, but about, uh, okay. Buzz so about what it. are we, what are we shattered talking? glass? Uh, the term I think was coined by star Trek. 
it's where it's an alternate universe. So the good guys are the bad guys and the bad guys oh, are the good guys. Okay. So for the Transformers. Like the a mirror universe. Yeah. Yeah. So the Autobots are the bad guys and the Decepticons are the good guys. They all look exactly the same except for their color palettes are slightly changed. That comic is so good. I would love to see it done, but I want to see. I don't want it to do like they did the last Transformers animated you know, that computer generator, which was still good, but I wanted to see him do that like they did the 1980s Transformers. Mm. I, I think that Oh, would, yeah. That movie, oh, my fucking God, I, I love th- that I movie. I think that would be so awesome. I, I would love to see that happen. The that 1980s is, animated movie is absolute fucking perfection. First time I ever heard a cartoon character curse, too. Uh, oh, shit, what are we going to do? Yep, and then Ultraman and said, like, oh, damn. Yeah, there was yeah, two curse words in that. It's at the beginning <laughs> of the movie, like right at the beginning, like first 10 minutes. And he says, oh, shit. And you're like, oh. As a oh, kid, you're like, oh. Yeah. And this is going to be cool. By the way, kind of talk about full, full circle. That's one of the first things we ever talked about on this show. When you like first episode you were on, we talked about that. Full circle. There we go. So what would you guys like to see? Over a fucking year uh, doing this. Woo! Yeah. Man, I'm trying to think of like modern ones and almost going like deep. To, oh, all right. I know. Okay. I know. So tell us. Silver coin. Ooh. Oh. A so horror, A horror episodic. Or it's, uh, each like, episode a, like a live is, show? Each show is a different episode. Twilight Zone where... Every episode is contained in its own I would little love that so much. horrific bubble. I love those kind of shows. I always love the Twilight Zone. I actually used to listen to the radio show, like so really, the, damn the yeah. audio stuff, like on so on Sirius XM. And I would, when it was just serious, like I had it in my truck, I would listen to Superman, and I would listen to Tombstone, and I would listen to the Twilight Zone. Those tapes, I found a tape of all those old classic golden age of radio and those kind of stores stories shows and that's what got me into radio i love the anthology palette i i still have a box of these orange tapes in my have you seen black mirror i've seen episodes i haven't seen the whole show dude that show is i love shows like that i loved i always loved the twilight zone i I watched bandersnatch the one that was interactive and i took i took a whole day It, it was a black mirror movie Oh, but what? It, it was the first uh, Netflix show that was interactive, like a choose your own adventure book. I spent That's an entire day going through each and every ending, and it, it took me like six hours. That's you know what I mean? Badass. But I was off. I, it, I it's wish really I would have known about that. I, love I don't know that. how the hell you did. I don't know because I love that shit. Like Outer Limits. Yes. The Twilight Zone. Outer Limits. Yeah. Uh, but fucking. Um, uh, uh, Tales from the Crypt for yeah. fuck's sake yeah mm-hmm. like all that shit is every one of those shows is fucking dope I and I I love that I really love that style of storytelling and I love the Twilight Zone there's one that I'll never forget you know what I mean uh, where there was this little girl that couldn't walk and then like this quasi government agency had like these powers they were giving people but there was like an alien that came gave this girl the power to walk and then the government agency was trying to yeah. catch the alien, and it took away. And like, I remember crying watching that at age seven. Dude, those and my shows... mom coming in the room was like, "What the hell are you watching?" I was like, "Twilight Zone." Get out of here, Turn mom! Turn that shit off. Yeah, I, I actually found it on YouTube. That episode. It took me like an hour to find it, but you know what I mean. I love Google, by the way. I used to watch those, like especially the Twilight Zone and Tales from the Crypt. I watched that a lot, 
And that that shit would freak me out, man. I'd I, like, you know, it was so we, ahead of its time. Oh, that yeah. now for I think Hitchcock. that helped my fear of the water. The, the this little swamp muscle thing that <laughs> grabbed people and pulled them back in from right. tales from the crypt that helped that that ensued fueled. my fear fueled my fear oh yeah of now water. you're afraid of it more oh yeah and that was like okay I was afraid of it before now fuck that shit <laughs> something just touched yeah. my leg I'm out yeah it's those things oh right, yo you still haven't given your answer though if you could pick a comic book character or series like to to get an animated to get like a retry. Maybe is a real. That, it, is it, that it, what we're talking about? It, it, did it, I even answer? I don't think I did. I. Yeah, you said silver coin. So yes, yeah, 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 yeah it did, but we kind of went off on the whole. Yeah, my bad. Anthology. Yeah, but still, I mean, the point is there. It would be the next Tales from the Crypt, almost, or mm-hmm. Outer Limit. It would be the next Twilight and, Zone. And the comic is that good. If you love that it horror is so style. Good. And we have done an episode on this. And it's so it's there's like three graphic novels, I think 15 issues. So um, good. And so good. Do yourself a favor and go read the Golden Coin. Or Did you ever coin. watch the final read that final book that I gave you? I still need to do it and I oh, need Here to comes get the Here comes the tat. Oh yeah, but because this tattoo is straight out of the pages of the Silver Coin. God damn it, I can't get my Take it off. Take, Take it, it off. off. Take it off. Oh, there it is. All right. So that is from my favorite issue and my favorite. He's a little, little off mic. So it's it's him playing it video games. There? You can, you no, can, we saw it. We just couldn't hear you. You, you were, were away just from the mic. Away from okay. the mic. So that's from my favorite, like, uh, book, episode, whatever you want to call it, from Silver Coin. It's where a kid. Uh, he's in the arcade and he's the broke kid, right? And the rich kid's got a whole stack of coins and, you know, whoops his ass because he's able to play more. And, uh, the kid, uh, gets the coin somehow. I, I can't remember how, but. Or probably from like a wishing well or something cursed wishing well. But anyway, he gets the coin and puts it in the game and they're playing a game that is basically Mortal Kombat, yep. and uh, you know spawns in there as yeah. one of the players. One of the characters. characters. That's yeah. dope. There's a lot of yeah. lot, there's a he, lot of Easter eggs in that issue. It's a great Department issue. Of Truth, and, yeah, there's a excise. lot of shit. Yeah. And so he um, is playing this game and starts whooping everybody's ass in the arcade, right? And it's showing it from the per, per, perspective of the screen, but of Every so often you get shots of his hands and his hands are more and more bloody as it goes. Oh, snap. And come to find out every time he like does a fatality, he's actually killing someone in the arcade. Like so there's a certain point where it flips between It's re- he's the game, hallucinating the game but it's and, happening but in actually, reality. But he's actually killing these people in this way. That's dope. It, it, that's dope. And so that's why on the tattoo it shows his hands from the perspective of the screen. And his fingers are bloody, and he's playing the game like furiously. And I just added that he was wearing a Wu Tang shirt because fucking motherfucking Wu Tang, Wu Tang, Wu Tang. Yo, big big shout out to everybody that uh is uh watched the Snapchat, letting them know that we're doing this right now. So hell yeah, peace. <clears throat> also, I just got a new tattoo right here, and this is me a hundred percent. If you know me. That's how they're gonna find my skull. Bring it up a little in the future. No, you. I can't really. It's gonna be like upside down. Oh, 
Look. So it's a skull with headphones on. That's how they're going to find my head like a thousand years. And I was like telling my son that. And he goes, yeah, but wouldn't the headphones. Oh, look at that. Look at that. That's what's up. That shit is dope. Yeah. Mexico, baby. So it's a Mexican uh, sugar skull, skull, and he's wearing headphones. Yeah. That's dope. And that's my tattoo is just like, if you know me, I'm always, I always got at least a pair of headphones around my neck. Like, so that's how they're going to find me. me. And I'm telling my oldest son, I'm like, dude, this is super cool, bro. Like, I'm telling him like what it, he's like, but wouldn't the headphones be like, already gone like if your skull still i'm like when you and shut up it's cool (laughs) now your headphones will last longer than your skin so it would be your headphones and your your skull Uh, yeah no he's like (laughs) over here like like ruining (laughs) kids do that shitting on my dream Uh, i'm like listen man it doesn't matter it's cool as shit kids do that you're lame and you don't even know anything you're like 13 they don't know anything at 20 or 21 either. I know. I said that. I, bro, I still I'm gonna a say lot of times 40, feel like 45. I don't know shit. Facts. Yeah. Dude, do you ever feel like you don't know for shit? Sometimes. So I saw a TikTok of uh, uh, John Cleese of the Monty Python fame, and he mm-hmm. was talking about you have to be smart enough to know you're stupid. Facts. Dude, and that and is then, like, so, so, so the stupid people are never going to know they're stupid because they're not smart enough to and, know. Yeah. But also, they but, say ignorance is bliss. Uh, yeah, I disagree. I want to know. Well, okay, but Sometimes. if you don't know that you want to know and you feel like you know, there's got to there's got to be security in that. Even, there's, if, there's even thin, if you're wrong as fuck. There's a thin line between ignorance and stupidity. There is a line. It's there. No. But there's a thin line between the two. Well, that's just the, I think the fine line is just like uh, willful ignorance. Exactly. Yeah. There's people that are stupid on purpose. <laughs> Dude. And seriously, it's like you have to be not like, you have to be willfully not seeing like. That the and that's, earth is I round. I think that's where like, like wars and shit start, dude. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like, how do you not see it this way? And like that, dude, that's a whole. But everybody has a perspective. I think, and, you know, when we start talking about wars, that's also getting into politics. And no, we, been, we're not going there. No, ever. I'm not saying us. But, yo, know, what, what I'm saying is. Huh, what uh, is it good for? I, 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 I do these things called Nike's Nugget on Knowledge every day on my show, 830. Yeah. Plug. Um, <laughs> 104.7 Shameless. Kiss FM. Shameless plug. But. Where I get most of my info for those is this uh, site's called Uberfax. And they said that most people suffer from willful ignorance, especially when it comes to politics, because there can be actual proof, undeneliable proof. But they don't. But people will turn a blind eye to it because they want. I can't. I can't. Because Sean Connery. That does not compute. Sexily. That does not compute. And And like you're that doesn't match up. Like I, I. Subliminal, like uh, subtly or like subconsciously, I'm like seeing what you're saying, but I'm gonna push that off because I can't, I can't let that disturb like uh, your beliefs. Because you know what, people attach themselves to what they believe or like a tribe or whatever you want to call it. And it's like it's really hard to like separate from that, or even, it shouldn't be though. Like, because I yo, well, your th- th- ideas should be malleable. Your ideas aren't who you are. Like, you are who you are, and like 
to be malleable and be like, okay, I was wrong there. Maybe I can think in a different way. Well, I think there's also important to think about logical thinking and emotional thinking. Because especially when you're talking about, you know, certain things like even race or even uh, I think a lot of even kind of the gender kind of issues, those kind of thoughts attack at their very inner core. And, yeah. and and I think it's hard to, you know, kind of, you know, relate. Which, to. you know, I, I get it on like gender and even race to a point as you know what I'm saying? I'm the, the black oh, guy yeah. here. I mean, yeah. But you know what I mean? But when it comes to politics, <laughs> yeah, I've always found that one funny when there's proof and you still don't want to believe a popularity that, contest. But that's what I'm saying. But I mean, a lot of that people but don't we want to believe what we're, what we're fed. Yeah. Or, or whatever, you know, and I think a lot of the politicians feed into that. They well, give you, wanna, you what you want to hear. It, exactly. It's same. like it's like the fucking golden or silver tongued fucking snake in your ear just telling you what you want to hear and then you agree to shit and then that's how shit gets fucked up politically and like and in policy and then that's why fucking gas is fucking five dollars a fucking gallon you know what i, I mean? drive a hummer now so let's yeah, not well, <laughs> even talk, let's not even talk about gas there yo there's that motherfuckers clean though dude thank you thank you thank you uh yeah i've you know what i mean it's sad that i had to get in a car wreck to get it but thank you hey man but it worked out yeah. in the end um there's one thing i want to i mean we were talking about politics and this isn't politics there's one thing that really insults me a lot and it's people when they like i know we talk a lot about like we've been talking about social media and people that don't know like talking about comic books that don't know anything about comic books or the characters sounding off like shut up you don't know what you're talking about the yeah. one thing that upsets me even more than that is the Sit general down. public that talks Be about humble. Ooh, like Kendrick. I like <laughs> that. Uh people that talk about woke. I think that is a very broad subject statement. And there's a lot of people that throw that shit under the rug. You know what I mean? Like whenever I hear somebody say, Oh, that's woke and I don't want anything to do with it, that's fake and that's this. It's like to me, that sounds like no, you don't like change and you want everything to be the way it's been for the last hundred years. You know what I mean? There's there's a big difference between not understanding or not agreeing and just throwing everything, oh, that's woke culture and, and I yeah, don't want to well, be down yeah, with it. Yeah, you can't like, you gotta understand that nobody's a hundred percent right. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and I think like maybe that, that statement needs to be encompassed in the woke mentality. I think there's a lot of people that use it to get high on their own ego yeah. rather than to face. Well, echo chambers facts. are fucking dangerous. And a lot of that is, is true, too. But at the same time, you know, at our core, kind of we're talking about this kind of tribe mentality. Mm-hmm. It's, it's literally part of our DNA. And, and so there's a lot of things that behaviorally make that hard to change and want to be approved. We want to be part of these communities, um, you know, and. Sometimes, you know, it's that positive. Always, exactly. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because there's a lot of groups that, ooh. See, ooh. I mean, well, a certain group fucking ruined white shirt and khaki pants for me. So, and tiki torches. So, I can't <laughs> fucking do that yeah, anymore. You're right. You're right. You yeah. Know, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, that's a little, you know, glazing over a lot of extreme points. But, but yeah, the, 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 the basic message. Yeah. 100% get that. But, we got deep yeah. for a second, and it was dope to actually take it there. So I'm glad y'all here with us for that. But you know what I mean? We love comics. We love nerd culture. You know what I mean? And again, I know I've said it a couple times through this episode. Definitely watch the thumbs up, thumbs down. There's so much shit that you were missing out on comic book wise. And we're talking comic books, not movies. If you are a fan of comic books, take a couple of seconds out of your day. Check up thumbs up, thumbs down. Bill Swamley. It's one of the best things out there 
ever, and it should be it sh- it needs to be seen. Point blank. Thank you very much. And like, if you go to comiczone.com, links to Instagram are there. So one of my recommendations. I don't know if this is your exact flavor, Sean, but um, it's Little Monsters by a, by Jeff Lemire, and it's a story about a, a group of kids who are vampires. Yeah, you got me. I love vampires. So, so it's it's all right. So this is my recommendation as far as comic books. This is issue twelve. By Jeff Lemire. So monsters, little, little monsters. Little monsters. Oh, okay. So it is a group of kids who are vampires. I'm it, adding they, that right now. They don't know they're they're really vampires, and so they think they're just goth kids. Well, they, they, they they're, they're just in their own existence, almost a little bit. One of them like <laughs> never <laughs> never talks, and yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, uh, oh God, I bleed on the oh inside. But um, is little peep one of them? I'm just kidding. Rest in peace. That know. that dude made dope ass music. He, what are you talking about? Little Peep. Oh, Lil, 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 I know it is, and I disagree. But <clears throat> yeah, I'm gonna check. Honestly, it, I'll check that out. You it know is I mean? like emo hip hop. Yeah, like, and I don't I, like I, that. I get, I get you wouldn't yeah. like it. Um, I don't enjoy a lot of the horror shit that you're into, and I'm also I, I've said a million times. I'll be the first one to say I am definitely a comic book snob. I am Marvel DC image for the most part. You know what I mean? Like your soups. Yeah. And and I like my yeah, earth I, and mean, I like I like my earthbound soups. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. No. So I I've always you know what I mean? I, I will agree to that. But you I are a more mundane vampires. superhero kind of guy. Like I, I keep saying mundane. But I mean like non powers, realistic. Well, not like Captain America or like people that are more in the realm of relatability. Military is a big one for me. Yeah. You know what I mean? That it could be accessible to yeah. yourself. That's why Captain America, and like I maintain Captain America, every single fucking movie and every show, every part of that. Yeah, they're the best that ones is in the MCU. Th- absolutely. Absolutely. And like consistently good the whole time. Yo, I, I, I should even say this out loud because somebody might steal it, but you know what I mean? I honestly think somebody could plagiarize the Captain America shit outside of comic books and make films or books about it and those shits would be equally you as successful you know what i mean like if you think about you just take that idea and take change that idea it a and run, bit. yeah you know what that's i mean that's all berserker is it's the wolverine story but different a, yeah you're right yeah tweak right. a little more, bit more mesopotamian but well, yeah, I mean, yeah. they change like you change the time, but it, I mean, it's still a guy that heals really yeah. fast. No, none of it is a hundred percent original. And what, yeah. and what but it's, they, but what it's a good the, mix of everything else in the right, yeah, yeah, composition. But I mean, even think about but, John Wick isn't that much different than Matrix, except for it's in a real world and you don't have the 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 so sci fi aspects of it. But you know but what I mean? The, the uh, who made that? What what's their names? They did what? Made the Matrix. Uh, the well, the the Wachowski sisters now, but are they? Yeah. Okay. The Wachowski sisters. Interesting. Okay. Um, Always someone that you love. Their whole thing was they wanted Blur. to make an anime, but live action. And that's exactly what it is. It's exactly what it is. And I, I would argue that as far as cinema goes. When it comes to, I think they've they've done it better than even like Marvel has with the connection between 
comic books to movies and video games and shit. Like, if you watch all three of the original Matrix trilogy, you played the two Matrix video games, you watch the Animatrix. Those, those video those games were good, too. All of that shit. Like, if you just watch the movies, they're still fantastic. But if you did all of them in the correct order that they the came Animatrix. out. Animatrix. So, so yeah, if you watch the first movie, that was one of my favorites. then watch the Animatrix, so good. then played the first video game, you know what I mean, and then watch the second Matrix, all of that shit makes so much more sense. Yeah. You know what I mean? Those games are dope. The Animatrix is dope. Like, all that shit is dope. You know another thing that kind of does the same sort of thing? Mm-hmm. Is the um, Chronicles of Riddick. Yeah. And then you get, like, the animated movie in between Pitch Black and uh, the Chronicles of Riddick, and then the yeah. third movie, which is it's, like, it's, it, yeah, it's not quite the third as, movie's as a like, death, eh, but, yeah, but like, it's still dope. Yeah. Like, I just watched. I, all I personally, those again. I personally love those movies, and I think they're Vin Diesel's best shit. Fact, you, you want to know what? You know, if you haven't seen Pitch Black, I don't know if you've seen it. I watched Pitch Black when it first came out. I think it was like ninety eight, ninety nine. I saw it in the theater when it came out. I missed it in the theaters, but I saw it on HBO when it first came out. My my oldest son's mother and I watched it, and I remember it was nothing like I thought it was going to be. The trailers didn't give anything away. I thought it was about a perfect, horror movie in the dark. Movie, a perfect and it, and, movie, and and it's about sci fi, and yeah, it's, it's such it's, a it's, fucking perfect yeah, movie. It's, yeah, it's a perfect movie. It's definitely the first one is Vin Diesel's best movie ever. To, to, you know what I mean, bro? No, I swear to God, yeah. Like when I watched that movie, when I when I I was maybe fourteen, fifteen. When, when did I was that movie? Twenty three. It's like nineteen ninety seven or some shit, right? Yeah. Now I'd say ninety eight, ninety nine, because it came out before I moved here. Right. Well, I moved here in two thousand one. But yeah. But yeah, are you looking it up? Yep. Um, but I remember being in the theater and talking to my homeboy, like that 2000. was that was next to me, and I'm like, bro. Like this guy, like and it, like you got to remember, you didn't know Riddick was the good guy the first time through. Yeah, and uh, he's an anti-hero. I wouldn't call him necessarily a good. Well, guy. Yeah, well yeah, I know what you mean. You know what I'm talking yeah. about. Like so, and I, I was like, oh, this fucking cop's a fucking bitch ass motherfucker. Don't and tell I, too much because this, this is I, one I don't want to ruin. This is this is one of those movies that you can only see okay, the first time. Fair once. enough. If you haven't seen it, just go watch Pick, Pitch Black. It's on Netflix and right then, now. And then the animated movie is so. Fucking good. Mm. What is that shit called? Oh shit! I have it on DVD. That's so how, do I. That's how long yeah. I've had this shit. I bought the special edition of Chronicles of Riddick, and then it had the animated movie. But that shit mm-hmm. is so good. And um, so this fucking like basically. Oh, and you haven't seen Primal either. Not yet. Oh, we'll wait till Bill comes back oh, to talk about Primal. Fuck. You can start it off. Let let him know. That show, dude, if you haven't seen it, it's very much in the art style of like Samurai Jack or um, it's not quite the same thing, but you get what I mean. And it's very uh, brutal Mm -hmm. because it's about a caveman uh, and his dinosaurs. So very much the cop and his dog story. Right. Uh, But I mean, it's it doesn't fuck around as far as. pulling punches with like brutality so you will very much see some shit you might not want to see but it's also a great show in the way that it doesn't use dialogue um to get you know this, what he's talking even about. emotionally as far as pulling uh, yeah, punches bill, bill, bill it, it'll told me kill about. like the first episode and this doesn't so spoil brutal. much 
both the dinosaur and the human lose their family. Mm. And in very fucking horrifying ways to the same dinosaurs, by the way. Yeah, so that's what... That trauma unites them. Yeah. For the rest of the advent, the, the rest of the brutal and because awesome and it, adventure. It, it's such a fucking good show, and I watched it so fast. And there are many episodes. I mean, there's like two seasons. Yeah, and there's. I'm watching it tonight because I meant to do it after the last episode. Just, and yeah, that. just start watching it, dude. You're you're gonna be like, what the fuck? Because Bill was like really adamant. He's like, dude, this shit is so good. And I was like, okay. And the and the reason why is like the different kind of storytelling. I think I think I the, agree. The, the visual and they're that they're able to tell the story without actually saying a word of English. And not even subtitles or anything else. It's mostly it's roars rumor. and grunts <laughs> and, and you don't you don't need words to exp- visual express visual visual storytelling at its very best yes which is what comic books are so that you know what i mean uh, a yeah. very important element you if know. you dude i think maybe if you can tell a story without words you might be one of the best writers to well, you think about that how many times have comic books had those special one-offs where there were no where nobody word talks bubbles? You know what I mean? And those are some of the best fucking, like... So Jeff Lemire did this book, May's, May's Book. Mm-hmm. And there were several panels where he was just following a red is this thread. Yes, it is. Do you not uh, like him? No, I love IPAs. Okay, then awesome. Um, <laughs> he's pulling on this red thread that's like a reminiscent of his like deceased daughter. Okay. And it becomes a maze, and it's a line that he follows. So he's telling the story of how he's following this line throughout the book. That's dope. And, like, Jeff Lemire is awesome because he not only is an author as far as the words, but he also draws. Mm-hmm. So I, I I know he does a lot of the storybook or kind of framing of his comics, and he's able to tell the visual and the words right. together as one unison piece. Dude, if the if the author is the artist, you almost can guarantee. Um, if, yeah, that's if what it's it, at a certain level that it's going to be the. You know what? Motherfucking can, shit. And he can do it consistently. Yeah. This well, this is since, this is why I love City, Frank Miller. Right. Oh yeah. I mean, uh, but yo, even like my love of Rob Liefeld, you know what I'm saying, came from from uh, from New Mutants and X Force. He did have a writer that was there not with him because but, he loves feet. <laughs> man, you are never gonna let that down. Or, car- or cargo pants. I had to fucking come on, man. But you know what I mean. But I, I would agree. You know what I mean. A lot, a lot of those artists that also do, you know what I mean, the writing. That's so much better. No, yeah, because like, well, look, Jim Lee too. I, I think a lot the whoever the what is Jim Lee do other the, than X Men? Like he did so, Batman. No, well, I'm just curious because I never did read a lot, lot of the X Force. Like, did he ever he do his no, own? No, no, I, uh, Dude, he did X Men. Well, he was he went into image, right? Yeah. So what was his uh Wildcats? Oh, yeah. And I lo- and Wildcats was Wildcats was, was, was wildly successful. It was that, so dope. Like, it had a cartoon, you know what I mean? That was I loved Wildcats. Yeah, Wildcats was dope. And it was very much like X-Men. It was. Mm-hmm. They did they even did a crossover. Or no, X-Factor. It was like he did X- X-Factor too, yeah. It was like X-Factor. Yeah. Cuz it was a government a government funded yeah. mutant agency. Yeah. Yep. But yeah, when when they ask about my favorite artists, it's always fucking Liefeld and Jim Lee, and it always will be. I don't see anybody doing uh, Jim Lee. As far as artists go, that dude was so uh, like anatomically cl- correct with his artistry. He had a good baby. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Not like been, yeah, like I've in been... Biodome. 
biodome anatomically anatomically correct and their fingers <laughs> hit and then they just take them out but yeah i love jim lee and as much no, as they he, talk about rob, rob no, lightfield's feet man i still love his artwork look at his artwork in x-men oh some of my favorites it's so incredibly good and if you are like a younger fan of comics or whatever you need to go back go back because x-men is okay right now but Back then, it was Back classic. in the fucking day, man, when Jim Lee was at his fucking... Well, see, yo, one of the things I'll say that I think differs from a lot of comic books now is, like, we have all of these variant covers where they have different artists that just did the covers. So you have all these awesome covers that look like posters, and then whatever's on the inside is fucking garbage. You or, know what I mean? Or has nothing oh, to yeah. do with it. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, back of... then, whatever you saw on the cover was also going to be Bill, what you saw on the inside. Bill has brought this up. Uh, before and like in some of our earlier episodes, honestly, like you brought that up in maybe the first episode, or the, and which the is mo- absolutely one of the most... trash. Do not go listen to that. Um, never go to the uh, <laughs> so, like the comp the Comic Con episode where Beth goes and buys her, fir- you know, one of her first comics, or I think it's Free Comic Book Day mm-hmm. actually, and it's like, oh, I got this cool comic, and then. Like it was a cartoon, like I think it was a. Uh, oh, I remember that. Uh, 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 I like the artist, and I can't remember his name, but it, you know, it's a very cartoony kind of almost like a pop. And then it looks nothing like that. And then inside, it's just a normal cover. Mm. She was but like, "Oh, under- I thought it was all cartoony inside." Nope. Yeah, I got. Oh, I got a comic that. But I get what you're saying, like uh, the same, like, and that's the variant cover thing. Is like you, and get, I think, yeah, the, today's consumer knows about the variants, and, and they know and, they know that most people are shopping by, uh, unfortunately, what's on the face and not the in, what's inside. But sometimes it it's when there's a like it's cover A, and it's like on the cover, like Amazing Spider-Man has done this quite a few times. Or it's like. It shows Mary Jane kind of holding Peter Parker and inside it has no Mary Jane or no Peter Parker in it at all. And everything, the battle that they're showing on the front or whatever. That's nothing to do with the the story. The dynamic. I think you brought that up in the, in the miles Morales uh, clone. Oh, that's the, by the way, this is a Jim Lee cover. It's a Wolverine. It's like the first time Wolverine and uh, hold up. He's Wolverine and Omega red. That is, you see that? Pull it back a little, maybe. This is exactly what every single page looked like. That's classic. This is the cover, and every single page looks just like that. That's a key comic, too. That's a highly collectible issue. Oh, yeah, dude. I I have Jim Lee's entire run. And what a beautiful picture, dude. Come on. I think that's the first appearance of Omega. Omega Red, it is. Like, Mm -hmm. bro, come the fuck on. That's so beautiful. I missed it. Yeah. I miss it. And that. that's what we grew up looking at. And like maybe at the time, like I feel like we appreciated it and like that's why we loved it so much. And I think that's but, also why and now with but with image was so successful. By the way, that was also another even if you hadn't said vampires, I saw image on that book. And that was that was another reason I would definitely read it. <laughs> yeah, it is an image comic. Yeah, I, I noticed. It's like coming up. And we saw greatness in that, and that's why we loved it so much. And, like, by the way, when we were kids, to read that kind of thing or be a nerd was not cool. It wasn't. It was not cool at all, and your boys would fucking 
trash you for that shit, even though they were at home reading comics. Some of I had two groups of friends. I had my comic book friends, yeah. and then I had my hip hop friends, and I did not let them cross. It's kind of crazy. That's you know. So now with same. like nostalgia mixed in, it makes it so much like you hyper appreciate mm-hmm. that that is absolutely true artwork. And that could be in a museum, and it fucking should be. Thank you for saying that. I say that all the time, too. I think Jim Lee, Rob Liefeld, fucking Mark Silvestri, Todd McFarlane, they belong in the Louvre. I think we need a comic book Louvre. Yes. Well, as far as McFarlane, he does have a sculpture of that famous Batman cover. Uh, In the Louvre? No, not in the Louvre. Louvre, I'm sorry, excuse me. But yes, somewhere, I forget where it is, but there is a Todd McFarlane. There's definitely comic book museums, but I think in- We need a a big one. I don't care where they put it. You could put it in bumfuck Egypt or the the smallest, put it in Casper, Wyoming. We need- And by the way, I want exhibits like, just exactly like the one that they walk through in Captain America. Oh, man. I want to walk through that oh. fucking museum, man. Disney, if you there's, don't have it, we need Br- it. There's one in Brussels. A word? A comic museum? Yeah, comic book museum. <sighs> That'd be cool. So I'm trying to get the ones that are just websites that happen just to use the word museum. That'd be dope, man. Could you imagine if we did a show in sick. one of those? Oh, my God. Brussels. You know what we need to do is go to the library and do one of our shows. I, yeah, and buy and use it as a, like a promotion, and like you could do Kiss FM and like both at the same time, like help promote the library a little bit, and shoot an episode of the podcast. Get it out there that they're you can shoot a podcast in the library. They yes, got can. So even if you can't afford to get all your own equipment, I wonder yeah, if they would there. let us bring our own shit because I don't want to use. They might some booty ass microphones though. They've got some decent stuff. The only thing that looked weird to me, I saw the pictures, is it's right up against a brick wall. Ah. That's okay. But it it had the kind of, they had a roadcaster, if I believe, right? And the road pod mics, the, it's basically. Oh, yeah. Those are like a hundred bucks. They're not bad microphones. I mean, for, they get the job done. I think only heard is, the only thing I've ever heard is the, the, it's a little bit sensitive to the plosives. Is it? Pops. Pow. So like having a windscreen or something is better. That's beneficial. where the SM58, like everybody wants to do these podcast microphones. Just get stage mics. They are tried and true. They've been around a long time, and you can run over them with a bus. Literally, I've seen. Yeah, this is what we bus. use in the radio. I've seen a tour bus. And those, and the, he, he's talking about different ones. Those are the RE20s. The sta- these are the these, are the, these are the step up. These are what we have on the the radio it studios. Bills on the M. Uh, SM seven, yeah, B. It's not the B because no, the B it's, it's is the, the older new one. one. Yeah, you just got the seven. It's old, which is dope as hell. Yeah, we sound good. Yeah, he likes that mic because it covers up the things he doesn't like in his voice. But I don't hear a difference. They're all they're all pretty same, similar. I have a speech impediment, and I know when it's out there. Yeah, but you. So, did you ever up. have you ever seen Bob Bob Price's Neumann microphone? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, so, the one that's dude, on the stand. Twenty thousand dollars. It's like yeah, vintage Rolls Royce microphone. I've it, never used it. That motherfucker it's, it's, needs a Rolls Royce microphone. Transparent. You know what I, mean? I mean, we're talking. You know, when you you people throw as far as like production and music 
you know, being and what that means is hearing what the actual human ear hears. Right. So when you, if you were in a room talking to somebody, talking to Bob Price, what his voice actually sounds like, it captured it. Mm. I mean, like, as well, that far, explains why it's the only one he uses. I mean, it, actually, he normally in, in the studio he uses a shotgun mic, which What's is that? which is odd. So it's it's designed for like dropping like a boom mic. Over somebody's head, okay. so it's really long, and, and 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 cylindrical. That just shows his knowledge of like his it, voice. It's, and it's sound. an oddity how it works because on the side so- it picks up the low end of the voice closer towards like where you plug it in versus where where you talk into it. Yeah. So it's for some reason he but he knows like he knows the control of his voice to make sure that that works it's an oddity it shouldn't work it shouldn't work the way it does but it does (laughs) because i've I've tried to use that one and i can't no but it it, it, because it's i mean if you were to use use it you should talk into the side you might have the heil p48 which is basically its version of the same same yeah are you using an re20 at the studio uh, it's. I think it's the twenty-seven or or something very uh, similar. Well, it's the re. Uh, it's a, it's a very yeah, it's similar. A, it brand. looks a lot of like. Yeah, it's a sh- uh, it's a little bit more of a like a shiny coat to it. I I forget the I've model name. I've seen them. Mm-hmm. I thought about buying one because they're about half the price of one of these. But I, I would spend the extra to get that. Or right. the, there's like a. It's it looks like yours, but it's the like three twenty, and it's you know, same kind oh, yeah, of idea. Yeah, they definitely look alike, but you can tell the difference. Mm-hmm. It, it picks up more of the higher end. These ones are about four hundred bucks. That one's like four fifty. So the uh, M seven B is about four fifty. So it's a little more expensive. I wouldn't mind like getting one of those. Sometimes it's good to have a good art, you know, different variety. I think this is good for somebody who isn't I, I used have... to a microphone because it has the pop filter right on it. Yeah. Um, but the same thing, all of these mics are just very forgiving. Yeah, well, that's... And the, and, and, you yeah. know, and well, that's it... why we talk about going back to the, the, the more stage microphones, the, the Shure FM58s or the 57s. They're very they're not as they, they are, but they aren't. You can feel it teaches you how to if you're using your ears correctly how and, to use and, the mic. And by the way, I've been using that as like uh, so. Uh, we do episodes called Dragon These Balls. They are like side episodes or extra episodes of the Comic Zone um, with Chelsea and Vince. And you know, Vince has never done anything like this. And like so, using an SM50, 58, like, and by the way, they didn't have, uh, for the longest time, I just didn't have, like, mic stands, so, and their stage mics, that was part of the reason why I bought them, because you can hold them, and not, like, hear your hand, like, shifting around on the microphone. Handheld. And supposedly, the the beta has better at the handheld. It it also taught him uh, a lot of mic control, and like you said, it's not as forgiving as something like this. I got started out, I was born with a fucking silver spoon in my butt cheeks. Like, it was fucking ridiculous. 
So, and I've like, never I, given I you started, a condenser microphone out. yet or a ribbon microphone. Oh, well, a ribbon silver, microphone. Silver spoon up your butt. Yeah, that was a mental image I did not want, man. You know what I mean? Yo, I'm keep... looking back like with <laughs> <laughs> a spoon like bling. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I got started out and like, luckily I'm the motherfucking shit. And I learned this quickly. I'm just kidding. This it's been a whole my point was is like starting with an SM58 if you want microphones don't buy into the flashy different color changing microphone with yes. the lights and all that bullshit just get a fucking tried and true microphone you've literally seen people perform with for decades and this is one uh didn't Ray Charles record some of his shit on one of these mics back in the motherfucking day. Damn, I wouldn't know. Sure. I mean, this this it is design is also super a old, beautiful mic for a kick dr- for a kick drum. Oh, drummer right here. What, oh, this? Oh, yes, it's like it, it beautiful. What's also, the SM fifty seven is a instrument mic. Yeah, it's it's famous for uh hard rock guitar amplifiers so that's this it's they like use these no the, the the 50 the sure sm57s yeah the 57s with it's basically the same microphone as the 58 but it's it's very similar to the ones that you guys have in front of you but it's like if you trim down all of the accessories and just left it's very basic oh, yeah, they're all core that's what's weird about microphones is how simple they are at the well, it's it's technology from from the 20s right I mean, which is it really nuts. hasn't changed much i mean as far as probably the quality of the materials and accessibility i'm sure that's what's changed right but the the the, the technology really hasn't even like we're talking about like broadcast transmitters right or even like usb mics i i tend to have like a biased against those but i mean that's what a lot of youtubers and shit are using is like USB mics, and I'm like an XLR whore. I use, yo, honestly, I use for for like when I'm live on air around town. So if you see me someplace, you're using a USB using mic a USB on mic. your on your phone. No, oh, I actually have a. I actually, it's a, one of those. It was like but 150. You, you could do it. that if if you wanted to do a podcast, a solo podcast, and you had a USB mic, you got it for fucking however much. Fifty bucks nowadays. Fifty, a hundred bucks. And you could totally shoot a whole fucking solo podcast on your phone. On your phone or on your computer with the U- yeah, with a fifty dollar yeah. USB and, mic. And and actually those mics have the capability of plugging headphones into. You don't even have to fucking have a mixer. Yeah, anymore. hey, here's a secret. Uh for no good is me, White Chalk. Uh, Swagger Princess V, Yo, Joe, uh, Joe, Jay Dollar. We did like our first album, half of it we did with a USB mic. You know what I mean? But the editing software we were using to do our music, you know what I mean? Made it so it sounded better. But yeah, we did it with a $150 USB mic and our music sounded better than a lot of the stuff that was out. You know yeah, what I mean? It just depends on like your uh, focus and drive. Like, I, I want to go to like the viral videos of the kids that are playing, you know, drums on just a bucket 
mm-hmm. in the sticks yep. or, or, or just like the the little the bell things that have made from a coconut shell mm-hmm. when music can go beyond just you know using what you have to express that song and just the that goes back to old school hip hop and shit. It's like that's what that old standing school around hip- the corners, mm-hmm. in a little circle. Yeah, well, in not, and well, it starts there, and then you get into, you know, like Outkast recording in a whole fucking their for a whole first album in a basement that had dirt on the floor. Oh wait, shit, the Wu Tang too. They did it in an apartment building. Yeah, Motown. Dude, it's like every probably ninety percent of every Motown record was recorded mm-hmm. in. Probably in a house. It's not. Yeah, about- it was smaller than this. You know, for all right, I grew up in in Michigan, so the very uh, and all everybody I went to school with hated it because when I moved to Michigan, I was already eleven or twelve. But I remember my very first uh, what do they call it when you leave school field trip. We went to Motown in Detroit. It was only an hour away, and the actual Motown house was smaller than this. It was a two bedroom house, two stories. Yeah, you picture one bigger bathroom. in your mind but when yeah, you're it's not. and shit. And it's crazy, you know what the, what they were able to do. You think about the Jackson 5 albums, Diana Ross, uh Smokey Robinson. The shit that happened in that in motherfucker, dude. So there was a quote I heard about is what we will remember about the most creative things and what makes them creative is not going to be the perfections. It's the imperfections. Mm-hmm. I'm totally Facts. bastarding that. No, quote, that's but yeah, no, yeah. but that's the, impurities. you basically, you basically got the fucking point across. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's not about, it was about the artistry and not like just perfection, per, perfection and production. Or it's about the wrong notes. Yeah. You know, the, I think that's why people hate auto tune and shit. Some yeah. it can be used well, but people overuse it and then they lean on that kind of thing, and you're not relying on your raw talent. But I mean, yo, let's even and think raw talent bleeds. Through. I'm not trying to, but like raw talent bleeds through, and when you're working with the basics, the only thing that comes through is that raw talent. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like when T Pain came here the first time. That was the first time I had ever heard him sing without auto tune, yeah. and he can actually blow. Like it was amazing. I was like, "Whoa!" I didn't think he could sing at all. And we well, at this most this most recent show. No, well, he didn't use it this time either. I don't think. But the very first show he did here, which was like six seven years ago, he didn't use he didn't use it at all. And even like Wu Tang, we're Wu Tang fans. Uh, even certain members of the group, like you got, <laughs> has done podcasts and said. Wu-Tang fell off as RZA got smart, at least beats-wise, as RZA started learning more about music. Because the more he learned about music, it got less raw. And he you know left I mean? us behind. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he, he left that raw, those, that raw sound behind. Wu-Tang essentially was the streets in fucking music form. Facts. Like, it's like they mother... Bro, Wu-Tang... Without Wu-Tang, Tupac, Biggie fucking outcasts people that fucking like tread the motherfucking way dude like without wu-tang there would be no hip-hop would not look like it does now uh, definitely not especially not the street aspect I, and nah. a lot of times i'm not happy with the way hip-hop looks right now but also there is hope like hip-hop is not dead and it never will be nah it's just it's, it's just what's making making money i think money has a tendency to ruin that a lot shit fucking just kills. i mean the same way with comics like but what we're, we're talking that's about with what all we're talking things. about yeah. that is exactly what we're talking about when it gets too polished and fucking 
like you want raw and like fucking Wu Tang talked about that. I want it raw. Facts. Facts. Fucking Method Man. Oh baby, I like it raw. I like it raw. Oh baby, I like it raw. <laughs> don't don't listen to us. Listen ha. to them. Yeah. Shimmy shimmy y'all shimmy yam shimmy, shimmy yeah. yeah. Give, Give me, me the, the mic so, so I can take off. R.I.P. Natural charge bomb voyage. Here from this. The broad, the Brooklyn squad, Wu Tang. He even censored it. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Just, yeah, my bad. All right, we probably got to get out of here. This shit's going too long. We're about two hours and fifteen. Uh, <laughs> oh wow, we had fun though. Hopefully, y'all did. Hell too. yeah, this was real good. Actually, the drunker I got, <laughs> the better it got. Anyway, go to thecomiczone.com. Wherever you get your podcasts, we're on Spotify, all the damn shit. You already know. Also, go to YouTube, the Comic Zone podcast. Video. Yes. And like Nike said, hit up Bill on Instagram, wherever, uh, and get those thumbs up, thumbs down videos. Those things are super clean. And on TikTok. You know what it is. Peace out, DJ Nike. Peace out, y'all. Peace out, Bill. And say it for us. Keep it black. Yeah, I was about to say it. <laughs>